Hello and welcome friends. You are now listening to the new grad physical therapist success blueprint audio experience. I am the host of this podcast, Javier Carlin, the founder of the new grad PT mentors, where we help new grad physical therapists like yourself to become confident clinicians, increase their worth as PTs and take control of their finances without burning out or needing 10 plus years of experience. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. It means the absolute world to us. And if you have any questions at all, reach out to us at contactngptmentors.com. That is contactngptmentors.com. If you haven't already, make sure to join our free Facebook group, New Grad PT Mentorship, and follow us on Instagram at the New Grad PT Mentors. Thank you so much. Now on to the show. In this episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint Audio Experience, Dr. Javier is joined by Dr. Jeff Douglas, the defensive doctor. Jeff discusses how his experiences as an athletic trainer, his job as a chef, and meeting Greg Todd as an SPT changed his outlook on his career. He describes how these experiences have guided him to focus on preventative medicine and the value it can have in our healthcare system. Jeff also goes over the ups and downs of starting his business and describes how he continues to get through it all. All right. Welcome back to the New Grad PT Success Blueprint. I'm the host, Javier Carlin, the creator of the New Grad PT Mentors, where we help New Grad PTs increase their worth and take control of their finances without needing 10 plus years of experience. So today I have a very special guest, one of my good friends, uh, Jeff Douglas. He's a doctor of physical therapy who has a passion for low back injuries and preventative health. He works at an outpatient clinic in Minnesota. He's a creator of the, def- the Defensive Doctor, which focuses on helping busy professionals optimize their health through food and exercise as efficiently as possible. Jeff, thank you so much for jumping onto the show, man. Thank you for having me. Good to see you and hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. So Jeff, can you give the listeners a glimpse of your background story and then dive into the journey that you're currently in? Absolutely. Uh, So I was on the, I guess I would say it's kind of rare, but I knew since I was 14 that I wanted to be a physical therapist. Uh, I found a PT back in the day that pretty much she had everything I wanted. Um, Well, respect to community, it was still around sports because I played three sports in high school. Um, So I knew I wanted to be involved with sports as I moved ahead in my life. So I went to undergrad at a school in Minnesota called Winona State. And I got my degree in athletic training because I wanted to start getting hands-on with patients beforehand. Um, I didn't want a degree that was just going to set me up to go to grad school. I wanted to be able to have a job with it. Um, And this was just also set me up to become a better practitioner because the more experience you get, the better it is. Um, And I was still around sports, which I loved. And I knew I could work while I was in grad school and I was racking up those hefty loans that we got with the beautiful doctorate degree now. <laughs> um, and then I was accepted to uh, University of South Florida. So I was going to get the heck out of Minnesota and go enjoy the sunshine. And I wish I was there right now. I can tell you that because we just keep with the snow. Record, record year of snow in February. Oh, no. I'd feel sorry for you. I'd feel sorry for you, but you did this to yourself, man. I know. I know. <laughs> I, was, I was a crazy one that went back. I went back. Um, so yeah, so I went to a university of South Florida and I already had an idea by being in an athletic training profession, um, of wanting to do more than I knew school wasn't enough for me for what I wanted. Uh, and so I was constantly seeking out more continuing ed cause I wanted to be the best practitioner possible. Um, while I was in under, or sorry, grad school, 
So there was weekends I was always going, I was going to different courses on my own uh, to try to take myself to the next level as a clinician. And uh, so I ended up graduating there and then I think we'll get into it later here, but I also realized that there's only a certain amount you can uh, make as a clinician. Um, and when you're $200,000 in debt, it's, you're going to be paying loans for your whole life or you have to make a move to try to get yourself out of that situation, which I knew I don't feel bad for myself. I knew that I was setting myself up for that, but uh, the profession of PT gives you so many ways and outlets to go make extra revenue, which my eyes opened to that probably about my second or third year of grad school. So um, grinding right now, but uh, that's kind of my story behind it. I guess, and then we'll talk about my business, I think, later too, and how that kind of came to be and the, the premise behind it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it's one of those things where, I mean, you, you got lucky that you kind of noticed the things that I noticed in, in PT school as well, that uh, the student, you know, student loan debt was just piling up and piling up and piling up. And um, it kind of, it, it gets you, it gets you kind of, you start freaking out a little bit. You definitely start freaking out a little bit. And, <laughs> yes. and you start to hear horror <laughs> stories from like, from your CIs, professors, other students, and you're like, oh my God. Like, and, and sometimes most people feel like there's just, there's no way out of it really. Um, and obviously for, for you and I, like we kind of quickly figured out that there is a way out and it's not that it happens overnight either. You know, we're still in that process, but uh, like you said, we'll, we'll dive into this a little bit more now, but you know, just to, to kind of take it like back into PT school, like what's, what's the one thing that you did while you were in physical therapy school? You said it was like your second, third year PT school that, that really set you up for success after graduation. Uh, one, I, I surrounded myself with individuals who were like-minded. I, and it was funny. It's one of my classmates. Her name's Jen Hostler. Um, and she was just so against school as in they just didn't give us, the information we needed to be just a good clinician. This was nothing to make money. Hmm. And I kind of resonated to that because as an athletic trainer and stuff, that's why I was going to do all this other stuff because school just gives you the basic requirements to be a safe practitioner and all along, along those lines. Um, and so she got me involved, time, or filled me in on cash-based PT, which led me to, I believe it was Paul Goff or Aaron LeBauer, one of the two. And then after I started exploring that somehow I stumbled upon Greg Todd and then I started following Greg Todd and he was the one that was talking about how we, you can do so much more and uh, that employers only owe you so much. I mean, they can only pay you so much as just a clinician um, based off how much you get reimbursed. Right. And so that really opened my eyes to that. There's a lot more out there and I know my plan was to start a clinic when I was like 35, but why wait? You know, there's, there's the early you get going, the sooner you'll probably get there. Or, I mean, you'll start learning. Um, yep. And at a young age, it's easier to make mistakes because you have so much more time to recover stuff like that. Yep. So I met Greg, uh, luckily I was in Tampa and he was in Tampa as well. I went out to dinner with him and I ended up purchasing his smart success PT course. Okay. And that's what really just made my eyes open um, with how he had the wellness programs built into his PT clinics and how he made extra money with people mm -hmm. at the end of this thing. I was like, wow, there's, you can do so much more with this. It's not, I don't have to just use my PT degree. I can use my experiences in the past. Um, and so I would say by joining this online community, 
and surrounding myself with positive people that are supportive, that want the same things, that want to change healthcare. Uh, it was huge um, push. And the fact that I got it so early in my career, even before I graduated, is the mindset thing. It's not, I don't have to get remolded or anything like that in all 10 years in my career that there's what, there's all these options. No, I know about it. And I'm trying to start, start it right now. So I would say it was getting around people that um, had big dreams and were positive. Yeah, there's so much negativity. Just get yourself around people who are oh, yeah. positive that are going to support your mission. And it makes such a big difference. Hmm. Uh, I never would have been where I am right now. I'd just be a clinician at a clinic trying to figure out the PT world. Yep. I feel miles ahead now because I made that decision. Yeah. I, I think the two most important things that you, that you stated, I mean, everything's, everything is like, if you're, if you're listening to this right now, like we all, we all like say this some in some way or another, and it's because it's the truth. It's not what we think we need, but it's exactly what we need. And it's number one, our mindset. Like that's a prerequisite to everything, to success in life. And, and again, success comes in many different ways and, um, and whatever way you define it, it's, it's a prereq to that. If you don't have the right mindset, you can't achieve anything. <laughs> um, and, and then number two is, is people like people take you to the top. You have to have the right people in your life. And those people are the ones that, that will change your life and that will be in your corner when you need them and that encourage you and motivate you and inspire you to become more and, and do more. Um, and just really, you know, increase the standards of, of your career, your life and, and where you want to go. So, uh, mindset and people are my biggest takeaways from that. And if you're listening to the right to this right now and you don't have the right mindset and, and how do you know if you don't have the right mindset if you're constantly you know thinking negative ne negatively if you don't think you're in control if you just let life happen to you um like you you have to be that kind of leads me to the next thing which is you have to have the right people around you uh to to lift you out of that negativity and and it's 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 easier said than done i get it but but you have to start looking for those people that will help you with that um so so thank you so much for sharing that jeff and um let's so you said one of the main things that you learned from greg through smart success pt is that you can actually do you know things like outside of your physical therapy degree uh, from your past experiences. So can you tell us more about your company, um, the online business that the online business that you've created, the defensive doctor and what that is? Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I think that my whole business is on the premise of stuff outside of PT for the most part. Do I combine some things? Absolutely. But uh, when I was an undergrad as an athletic trainer, I was not able to do a study abroad because I was required to be there with the sports teams during the school year. So I had to do what's called a travel study, which was just a 21 day trip. And mm -hmm. so we did a trip to the UK and I went to England and Ireland, but the premise of the whole course was comparing healthcare systems. And that's when I was probably about 20. And that's where it really opened my eye where it goes, we spend a crap ton of money in this, in the United States on our healthcare and our results are very subpar compared to other nations out there. And so it was comparing, you know, uh, universal healthcare versus what we have here. And I'm not going to get in a whole, you know, discussion on that, but it was more the fact that I kind of took away was preventative medicine. And a lot of these uh, other countries really focus on, you know, being proactive and not reactive in, in our health. And so that just kind of you know, triggered it. And then, during undergrad, uh, during the summers, I was a chef at a golf course. So 
I love cooking. I think it's so much fun. And so I learned, you know, some skills in the kitchen for five years. And, uh, and that, I mean, that was just more for personal stuff. I didn't really think I'd ever use it for anything. And then I met, went to PT school and got Greg, met Greg and went in his course. And I decided to start online business combining my medical background as a physical therapist, athletic trainer with my background as a chef, because there's so many recipes out there that you can grab. I'm not, and I know that. So I'm not, I'm not really trying to create any new recipes. I mean, there are some, but it's more, how can we be efficient? Cause when you talk about people and their health and being proactive, um, it, the biggest thing you get out of people is I don't have time. Mm-hmm. I'm time. Yep. So my, what I'm trying to create is almost like the most minimal effective dose when it comes to exercise for people, right? The whole premise of the course is to create a course that they can find a lifestyle for them that they can sustain. Um, Cause that's the big thing. A lot of people do these crazy diets or crazy exercise programs. They can't sustain and they, and they fluctuate is mm-hmm. how can they create a template of their, for their life to create a lifestyle that they can sustain. And then I'm showing them how to do exercises that are probably workout routines that are probably around 45 minutes at most. If they choose to choose my workouts again, I want them to find stuff that works out for them. They love going to a different gym or right ahead and then how to prepare food more efficiently. There's tricks that the chefs know of how to make food nice and quick and easy. Right? We, we don't have to overcomplicate it. Um, yeah, it's fun to go make nice fancy meals, but if you're a busy professional and that's who I'm at, my niche is going for is, is busy professionals who are crunched on time that are struggling to keep their health op- you know, optimal. Um, so they can, cause I want them to thrive at what they're, whatever they're doing. So I'm taking the background of a summer job back in undergrad and I'm combining it with my doctorate degree. Um, and I also have some nutrition in there too. So I've really taken an interest in nutrition now as well. I, I, had, I had a nutrition minor in undergrad, but now it's, uh, I've realized how powerful it is and how it's such, it's one of the bigger problems to why we are struggling with obesity and musculoskeletal injuries in this, in this country of ours. So I'm taking things, Totally. I'd say most of my stuff is not even a doctorate degree uh, or from my physical therapy degree. It's, it's other stuff that I just did for fun. Um, hmm. And I'm combining that all in to create this online course to help you know, individuals who need it um, in that circumstance with their life. Well, that, that's, that's amazing, man. Like I, I had an idea for what you were doing, but just the, the story uh, behind it too, of, of how you got into it. And, and really it's again, like, it's, it's just crazy to think about all the money that, like you said, the United States spends on, on health and how we have the lowest, like, oh man, it's, it's nuts. It's, it's just, it's terrible. But the fact is that there's a lot of people that you can help and you can serve. Um, and it's just kind of figuring out like how to, in my head, I think the biggest struggle with preventative health is making people realize that they have to do this stuff before that, you know, event actually happens. So that, that's a challenge. But, but the fact is that you've also reached down to busy pre- professionals and for myself a busy professional my my health like I, I i do exercise but the part that i need help with is the food part i am i don't like to cook number one <laughs> because oh, huge problem it's a huge problem i don't I like to cook like doing it yep because it takes me so much time and in my head i'm like it takes me in my head it's like four hours of of time that's being taken away from me and obviously i know that's not the case but that's what it feels like for me so like for for me like having, having your online course, I think would be pretty amazing, uh, in finding ways to be more efficient with it, that, that would actually allow me to enjoy the cooking process. And, and again, not cook like some, you know, 
10 I know there's not 10 star, but 10 star fancy meal yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just something and just something quick work that I can that I can consume that actually has all the nutritional benefits that I need uh, to survive and yeah. and not to just to survive but <laughs> to, <laughs> to live you know a healthy lifestyle and, and have the energy that I need so that's that's awesome man um, very cool so what what would you say obviously like d- jumping into into a business it's never, it's never easy. There's a lot of, a lot of risk involved, <laughs> a lot of risk, a lot of investment in time and money, um, a lot. And I, I, I completely understand cause I'm on the same boat right now, but, uh, what, what were the fears that you had before you finally decided to take that leap of faith into, into becoming a business owner and starting this online business? I think biggest fear is putting yourself out there. Yeah. Like people have to know who you are to buy your product. So to do that, you have to put content out. You have to show who you are and, uh, and the fear of, you know, as, as healthcare, just as who we are as people, as healthcare providers, we want everyone to like us and we want everyone to, you know, we want to make everyone better. And you, there's no matter who you are in this world, I've realized you could be the nicest person, the most perfect person per se, people are going to hate you for it. So you have to just kind of know that you have a gift and you need to put that out there and show, showcase it to individuals. And there are going to, there's going to be people that are going to love it. They're going to eat it up. They're going to love who you are. And it's, and it's just like dating, right? And mm-hmm. you could go do the same thing to someone else and they're going to be like, get the hell away from me. <laughs> I hate you. And you have to just understand. It's just, it's just I love that. Ana- I love that analogy. That's awesome. It, it, it is, you know, and so I think once you kind of just, you have to take a step back and just look at the big picture and you can't make everyone happy in this world. Mm-hmm. You can't. And you just have to find the people that are going to connect with you and that you can help that are going to listen to you. And that's and focus on that. I mean, it's, I think it's good to listen to the, you know, the naysayers a little bit cause you can always get better, but you have to take, you know, it's don't let it affect you too much with it because then you're going to be doubting yourself, which you already doubt yourself every freaking day when you're doing this craft. Yeah. It's, 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 it's an internal struggle. When you start a business, you're going, guys, this worth it. I'm putting all this time in. I don't know. It's, but it's term. All right. Um, it, it can't, it's, we can't get caught up into the short term. Yeah. Satisfaction, you know, or the short term results. You have to think long term with everything. It's going to grow slowly. It's anyone that became big, they, if you look at their story, they didn't come big overnight. They started a long time ago. You never knew who they were. And then they finally have that aha moment where they make it big. Yep. And there's, and there's very few people who just blow up out of nowhere. And you yeah. have to understand that, put in perspective each day. And again, it goes back to you surround yourself with positive people, surround yourself with like-minded people. And it helps so much because no matter who you are, no matter how successful, I mean, look at even professional athletes they struggle with internal battles about stuff. Right. And they're the best in the world. They doubt themselves here and there and, and they go through um, struggles within their mind and, and mindset stuff like that. So I think that was probably the biggest struggle um, with yeah. getting going was, is getting over, putting yourself out there. Yeah. I, I would have to agree with you actually. That's there. And it's funny cause there's a turning point where you're like, well, it's either I do this or nothing nothing in life that I want I, is like, I can't, I can't achieve any of that if I don't, if I don't do it. Yep. So it's like you have, you, you literally have no choice, but that doesn't change the fact that it's scary as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't change that fact. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's a roller coaster. It really is. 
Um, there are days where I'm sure you feel like you're going to take over the world and you're like, I'm the man. I was born. I was born to be the defensive doctor. Like this yeah. is, this is who I am. Yeah. And other days I'm like, Oh man, like, is this really like what, what I want to do? Is this my calling? Like, do, I, yeah. do, do people deserve to, to like know who I am? Like, yeah, hell yeah, they deserve it. But you need to, yeah, we, we just have to have that mindset. Again, it's not easy. It's a lot of ups and downs, but the fact is, I think what you said is key. Like you, you have me and then, and then I have you and like, we just kind of push each other and motivate each other. Maybe not by talking on a daily basis, but just by watching us, you know, keep on pushing, keep yes. on consistent. Um, just seeing other people on fa- on social media pushing stuff out, and you're like, you know, that's good. Like, keep going, man. Kind of in your head, and right. You know, when you finally, catch up. You're like, dude, that's awesome. What you're doing? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's that, and then like you said, like the naysayers are always gonna be there. But but if you and don't waste your time looking at, at who they are and what their life is about, because at the end of the day, what you'll find is that those people are actually doing nothing with their life. Yeah. <laughs> so the people that criticize you the most are the ones who are actually not doing anything. They, they're, uh, they're, they wish they could be doing what they're doing, but they're never going to act on it. So they're just going to try to bring people back to their level. Bring exactly. It down. exactly. Always, always. So it's like, it's so, and some of them might have some good ideas for you. Like they might complain about something, but that complaint is actually a way to make your product or service better. So yeah. there is still value in it. But if you see it in that way, not, not, see what negative comment they have to say and just completely shut down and stop what you're doing. Because yeah. cause like you said, like there's so many people that, that might be that, might, might act like that, but everyone else that actually needs your services, those are the ones that we're trying to help anyway. You know, and, th- and that's what it's all about. So that's, again, anyone that's listening to this, like it's a fear that everyone has, but you have to get over it and you have to go serve the people that you want to serve because they're waiting for you. Absolutely. Are. So I'm going to tag off what we just, you kind of brought a thing up and this is not really with business owner, but I'd say just the new grads coming out Yeah. where we ride the highs and lows of a business. You ride mm-hmm. the high, even if you say you're not doing a business yet, just as a clinician, you're going to ride the highs and lows as a clinician. There's, there's days I walk in, everyone's feeling better. Everyone's progressing how you want. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm, I'm the shit as a, as a clinician. <laughs> I'm the best clinician out there. And then you'll have a day, day come in and you have three people in a row and go, I don't know if this is working. <laughs> I don't know. And then you have to talk them off the ledge. And then oh, you're like, oh, what, did I miss? what did I do wrong? Maybe yes. I'm not that good. It goes, it goes from like, I'm the shit to I'm shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's days like that in the clinic. And you, that's why you just, you got to enjoy the good moments, but I almost, it's never get too high, never get too low kind of thing that you hear out there. Right. Right. Yourself back, but just know that you're making meaningful change to a lot of people. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so, so for you, Jeff, like what was the, what was the driving force that finally pushed you into starting a business? Like, was there one event, uh, something that happened maybe in your past or recently? What do you know? Do you know what that is? It, man, there's a lot of things. This is, this is almost, this is a deep one here. Um, as in, I don't think there's one event. I think it's multiple things built up. Okay. You know, ones I, I probably loans. I have had to weigh it the most. Like I don't want to pay loans my whole life, but you know, behind that, I want to change healthcare. I want, I want to change the system. I want people to be more proactive in their health. I, I want people not to have to get surgery who don't need surgery. Um, they get the best care, one-on-one care that they can get when it comes to the PT side of things. I want people to live the best. I don't, I don't, my goal is not to have people live the longest because there's just crazy things that knock us out of this world for whatever, you know, whatever reason. 
Right. It's while you're, it's while you're on this planet, I want you to live your fullest life. And I want, and I want a sickness to hold you back. I don't want an injury to hold you back. But that, uh, another thing is that I love traveling the world. I think the, the, my, that's probably my most fun thing to do. Um, and I can't travel and I only have 20 days. Like I like going to like, you know, Thailand, Vietnam, South America. Like that's where I want, I've been to a few of them and I want more, uh, integrating to other cultures. And I can't do that when I have a, when I work in the corporate world, it just, you get 20, 25 days of PTO and, and, and that's, that's it, you know? And so I, I want the ability to have a business that either if it's online, I can run it wherever I am in the world. Or once you get to the point where you have people working for you, you can go do that. Um, I want to take care of you know, my family a little bit. I want to get, I want to get, not that they're in a bad situation at all. I'm very fortunate my, my, up, up, my how I came up to be, um, but I just want to give back to them for the sacrifices they made um, and spoil them as well at some point in my life. So I think there's many things, um, but I would probably say the school loans really is a thing that it's like, I don't want to sit here paying loans. I want to like for 20, 30 years, whatever it is, I need to you know, find a way to right. get that down much quicker. Yeah. You know, and rewarded for all the schooling I did, you know? Absolutely, man. We all, we all deserve it. It's just, it's just, are you going to put it in the work? Right. And for you, like, I think, I think you say the student loans. Yeah. That's all. I think that's a big one for everyone, but that's not what really drives you. Um, and it's like, it's figuring out exactly what everything that you just stated, like all that is a, a major motivating factor. So on those days when you're having like, you know, fears and struggles and, and you have those, those downs, it's always remembering exactly why you're doing it. And this is for anyone who's listening now. And that, that helps you through whatever you're going through a ton, a ton uh, that internal drives your driver that drives you forward and, and doesn't let you give up. Um, so, so that's, that's key, man. That's, that's amazing. Thanks for sharing yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say too, it's the, the journey of starting a business <laughs> is made me open up a little bit more. I usually don't, because it's, it is stressful. Yep. Build up and then people around you, they, you try to hide it, but you're naturally, your, your behaviors and attitudes and just being a little more opening up about it and talking about it, uh, definitely helps too. So it, the whole process of just starting a business helps you become almost a different person, a better person, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, not weak to open up and say, Hey, this is what I'm going through right now. Um, right now. And just get that extra encouragement or something like that, or just get it off your chest. And you make you feel better and you get back on your feet and you, go get, you know, get to work again. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, so with that said, for those, for those who, who are listening now who may want to start their own business, maybe online, maybe traditional, but aren't sure if they're ready or where to even start, like, what would you say to them? You'll never be ready. (laughs) 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 There's no perfect time for it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think, no, my motto has been since I started athletic training is I always want to be the dumbest person in the room. So what do I mean by that? I mean, I'm going to put people, I'm always going to go invest money in myself to put myself in situations where there's people ahead of me who have done this. So it can cut through the bullshit more. Um, and so I have guidance. And so I, it, almost like a shortcut a little bit. It's, but I mean, there's no really shortcut because it's, it's grind no matter who you, you have to, what you go through and or who you go to. You have to put the work in. But paying all these courses and stuff I've gone to doesn't do anything if I don't apply it. You have to put the work in. You have to put the time in. But putting yourself around people who have done it before and know that this is the same stuff that they went through and they're successful now. 
Um, and these are mistakes that they made in the past. Uh, helps you just try to minimize, you know, the failures a little bit and help you try to get to your goal a little quicker by doing that. And that's from the business standpoint and clinical. I, have, I just, when it comes to clinically, I just go find people who've been doing it for 20 something years that are really into the research part of stuff and clinician part of stuff, which is awesome. And I say, Hey, what are your clinical pearls? I pay the money to go do that and just, just give it to me right now instead of me going through 10 years to figure it out. Right. Yeah. I, man, I can't imagine like trying to figure this out without having some guidance. I, I, it would be a crap. It would be such a shit show. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I, I don't even know. I think it's impossible. In my head, it's impossible. <laughs> like I, I can know. tell you, I would not be anywhere. I would not, I, uh, I was talking, you know, Javi here before we, we jumped on here. I just launched my beta trial for my course here. Yeah. And I was originally expecting to have my first business at 35, but there's no way in heck without getting people who've done it before that I would at 27, that I'd have my first business up and going already. Hmm. No way without support and help and guidance. I would be a lost cause, wasting time, probably make three or four products that would be just worthless. And I just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the answer to that question, everyone is now (laughs) do it, do it now, whatever you're holding back on, like, just go do it. What's that? It's a Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. (laughs) Just do it for real. Take the leap. And it sucks. It's not easy, but you just got to. And it's yeah. no, there's no other really ways to say it better than like, there's no advice I can give you to say how to do it. Just you have to just find that. something you love that you're good or you're good at either way, uh, preferably what you love. And you're going to find people eventually. If you put content out there, they're going to draw to you and it may turn into a big business or it may just turn into a nice side hustle. But either way, if you're making money doing what you love, you ain't going to be complaining. Yes, sir. One more. Yep. That's it, man. That's it. So, so Jeff, what's, so you, you just launched the beta group. Yep. Um, what's, what's next for you? What are your biggest goals in 2019? Biggest goals in 2019, I would, so if, you know, I want to officially launch in about a month and a half here. Okay. Of course, and get that going or my, my online business here. Uh, and then I am looking to start my own podcast this year. Um, and then with my business, I'm actually doing an internship at my, my, my friend is a chef here in Minneapolis. He actually was out of New York at one point. Um, and then at a very famous restaurant there. And then he came back to Minnesota and started his own restaurant last year. And so I'm doing in, an internship there on Saturdays, uh, to learn more about cooking. And ideally I want to bring him in to my course to help with that side of things as well. So developing a partnership with him is a big goal. He just got nominated as an up and coming star chef for the James Beard award, uh, which is really exciting. Yeah. So, um, that's where I'm spending some Saturdays now uh, as I'm grinding back in the kitchen again with him and, and taking my, trying to take it to the next level so I can give my cost, uh, clients more and more and more. I love that, man. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. I'm excited to see, to see you a year from now and how far you've, you've come, man. It's, it's really, it's, I mean, it's, it's exciting because we've both been following each other. I mean, we've, we've known each other for what, it's been like two years now, a couple years uh, through SSPT when we, when we took it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun, man. Just being, being able to see each other like online and what we're doing and then meet, have our occasional meetups and, and again, it goes back to the people that are, that are behind you and, 
and supporting you and encouraging you and and just watching your growth because it yeah. really is amazing to watch. But um, so so Jeff, where where can people find you? Like uh, personal, and also if there are any busy professionals uh, watching this right now, if you want to find out more about about the defensive doctor and, and uh, Jeff's course, um, where can people find that about that as well? Yes, I have the my Instagram handle is the defensive doctor, um, and that's probably the biggest platform that I'm using right now. Okay. Uh, and the website is to is in the in the works. It's it's coming up here. It's almost done here, um, and that will be another place that people, which will be on my handle eventually, as well, that people can go through. But if you want to interact with me and get to me, uh, just go through my Instagram as well uh, through the Defensive Doctor. And then I also have a Facebook group that I just started. Um, for people that are looking to get some you know, tips and tricks as well. If you want to be part of that little community that's open to anyone. Uh, if you go on Facebook and search optimizing health for the, for the busy professional, uh, that's a Facebook group that they can are welcome to join and pretty much just throwing my information out there that help people out, people sharing their meal preps, sharing workouts and stuff like that. Um, so either one of those right now are the two best ways. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Well, Man, thank, thank you so much for jumping on. It's really been a pleasure and an honor having you on here. So um, I, I look forward to, to interviewing you again, perhaps yeah. in a year, two years. That'd be awesome. Yeah, be for great. sure. Let's see where we're both at. Love it. Yep, definitely, definitely. So, um, so yeah, thank you so much for uh, listening to this episode and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. If you have any questions or would like to speak to us directly about your New Grad PT experience, please do not hesitate to contact us at contactngptmentors.com. That is contactngptmentors.com. As always, we welcome you to join our free New Grad PT Mentorship group on Facebook. And we'd also like to invite you to follow us on Instagram at the New Grad PT Mentors. If you can think of at least one person who can benefit from listening to this episode today, please be sure to share it with them. We look forward to seeing you and them on the next episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. Thank you. Have an amazing day.